to visit Ireland. My name is Caitlin and I spent a semester in Ireland. And my name is Joe and I spent the first 22 years of my life in Ireland and we both work at Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston. We're breaking down many things that make Ireland such a spectacular destination. It's an overused phrase but there really is something for everyone there. We intend to prove that. We have various themes we'll focus on and within those themes we'll count up from 1 all the way to 50. Our current theme is scenery and reason three is the Jingle Peninsula in County Kerry. Woohoo! Yeah. National Geographic once called the Dingle Peninsula the most beautiful place on Earth, so I think it's pretty fitting we're talking about it today. They're not the only ones who feel that way. The cast of Star Wars from The Force Awakens did quite a bit of filming in Ireland. Uh, while they were more in the Skellig region, they mingled in Dingle. How do you, uh, uh, how do you like that little rhyme? How long did it take you to come up with that one? Mingled in Dingle. Mingle. Uh, Daisy Ridley, who plays Ray, was actually spotted at O'Sullivan's Pub doing some shots in between filming, <laughs> as, as you do. I, I'm sure the locals love that. <laughs> when you're an A-list or celebrity yeah, in Ireland, a, you know. I won't say Dingle is a backward area of the country, but it's <laughs> uh, it's a Gaelic region, so it's, you know, it, it definitely sticks close to its roots and to, you know, what old Ireland would be. Mm-hmm. And I guess to see a Hollywood celebrity in the <laughs> biggest grossing movie of the year sinking shots in one of the local pubs is probably a, quite, <laughs> probably quite, a highlight for some of them. Quite the sight to see. Yeah. So before we get into pubs like those and all of our must-see places, I think it's important to kind of go over where Dingle is and what it's like to be there. This is old Ireland. Uh, it's in the southwest coast gets up to 100 inches of rainfall each year, which is... That's uh, pretty typical for the west of Ireland. What an umbrella, I'd say. say. Yeah. Yeah, it just comes in off the ocean and just kind of drops on the west coast, but that's what makes it so green over there, so... I guess so. You win some, you lose some, right? I guess. This peninsula, it's perfect for a day long of driving or cycling, and while you're doing, you know, you're driving... Um, you'll find monuments spanning from the Bronze Age, the Dark Age monks, English landlords, Hollywood directors, and pretty much everything in between, which is kind of cool. The very tip of the peninsula is marked by a crucifix facing the sea. And it's also, I believe, the um, sub- southwest most point, is that correct, of Ireland, or of, the, of Europe? It is the most westerly point of Europe. The most westerly point of yes. Europe, there we go. Although you could argue that the Blasket Islands, which I think you're about to talk about anyway, yes. are, are actually even more westerly, but they're not mainland, technically. There you go, so, okay. Yeah. When you're not talking about mainland, um, yes, there are the Blasket Islands, they lie off the west coast, and they're famous for their literary and linguistic heritage of their former inhabitants. They've actually been uninhabited since the 1950s following an, an evacuation. So, kind of interesting, strange, you know. Um, well, a little eerie to visit, I I'd say. say. I'd say yeah. eerie. I think that's a good term to use. Uh, so, maybe maybe eerie, maybe cool. Not sure what Joe has for me today in his fun fact, but I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm about, to, <laughs> I'm about to get my mind blown, uh, I think. You are not. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I, uh, I do have a fun fact. Except I feel because I didn't get to make a pun in the last um, oh last podcast, this is going to be a heavily wordplay fun fact, more so than a fun fact. 
Um, there is a beautiful beach on Dingle Peninsula. It is called Inch Beach, and that is not named after the length of the beach itself. It is three miles in length, and it is one of the most beautiful beaches in Ireland. I will probably say that about every beach that we talk about, <laughs> but it is gorgeous, and it's a really long, beautiful strand. But if you walk about 1,600 meters away from the beach, you will see a signpost that says Inch Beach, one mile. Oh, I don't know okay. if you've ever heard the saying, give them an inch and they'll take a mile, take or, a mile. Uh-huh. or an inch is a mile, uh-huh. but that is one place on earth where an inch is a mile. I would be the kind of person that would take a picture of that. Yeah, point out and make a funny face. Yes, exactly, you know. Take three or four different pictures and then find a good filter, put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good hashtag, gotcha. all that jazz. So, um, if you're not going to Inch Beach, <laughs> there are, and that's hard to follow, Joe, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to... Please move on very quickly, <laughs> even I'm embarrassed by if that. If you're not going to the beach, um, there are some other really cool spots in the Dingle Peninsula, and we can't really talk about the peninsula without talking about the town of Dingle. It's more or less the capital of the Dingle Peninsula. It's it's the only actual town on the on the peninsula itself. It's pretty much the place to be if you want to um, go and, and have a little bit of a city feel, town feel, I guess oh, you could say. Definitely town. There's about town t- feel. 20, 2,500 people, I think, live there. So. <laughs> if that, if that. Yeah. Um, it is part of a Gale Tot. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, in, in a good American pronunciation. All right, okay. Gale-tot. We'll take it. We'll yeah, take put more it. kind of spit into it. A little Gilt. bit. Giltot. Yeah. That just sounds so weird. That's Anyways, <laughs> I guess I guess so. Um so yes, as as part of a Giltot. <laughs> That's even worse. Go back to, go back to the American pronunciation. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Dingle is a region where the government actually subsidizes the survival of the Irish language and culture. So you'll find signs in Gaelic or Irish. Gaelic is Irish. Um, you'll you'll hear conversations. There, there was actually, I won't say, a, a bit of a fight between the locals who wanted to preserve the language and was there? the other people who, I guess, want to promote tourism in the area because, you know, tourism is huge for them, obviously. Sure. Um, but the, there was a law enacted, basically, whereby you were only allowed to display the... Irish name of the town within wow. Gaelic regions. Interesting. And that was a big deal in Dingle because um, in Irish that is on Dangan. So there was a big furore over that and there was votes mm. taken and there was sides taken and brother fought against brother. And oh my. in the end they came to a, <laughs> an agreement anyway <laughs> that, uh, that they display both names on the signs. I like that. Yeah, a little so. compromise. Yeah. Yes. So you will find both English and Irish um, on signs. You'll hear conversations in Irish, songs predominantly in Irish, um, and um, there's even a preschool that boasts being all Gaelic. So if you can imagine hearing little kids say words like I'm learning, uh, probably put me to shame. (laughs) Put me to shame. (laughs) Um, This town, as Joe said, it's it's not very big. Uh, I found like no more than maybe 1,500 or so people in, in my research, Joe. And the locals claim that it has more pubs per capita than any other town in Ireland. So. I, I would believe that. <laughs> it's a lovely little town. Uh, another lovely little aspect about Dingle is its Dingle Dolphin Boat Tours. 
So everybody in Dingle has a buddy uh, who goes by the name of, I thought it was Fungi. It is fungi. It is fungi. Oh, okay. At first, <laughs> what did you think? I thought it was fungi because yes. fungi reminds me of fungus, and it's just totally taking me out of the whole. This is a dolphin, so you, you think adorable. Dolphin. You just fungi. I'm fungus. not sure who named it, but I never really thought of. Well, as... <laughs> I looked up what the name meant because I'm like, oh, it's got to have this really grand Irish, you know, whatever. No, the media they just thought it sounded cool and whatever. I, I don't I don't know why. I don't know. There's there's sometimes, some sometimes these names just stick. there's some reporter out there who's probably making bank on that name. But anyways, fungi is a wild bottlenose dolphin um, who you will see if you take a. Ding- Dolphin boat tour. Uh, they don't know his exact age, but he's been in Dingle Bay for more than 30 years or so. He's so popular that he even has his own Twitter feed, which we will list in Obviously. our show notes. Uh, in case you want to write it down right now, it's at Fungi Dingle. So there not, you go. I'm not sure how he tweets without multiple phones, <laughs> but I'm sure he finds a way. He must have a waterproof phone too. One of those. One Somebody of those probably holds ones. the phone up above the water. And he just- <laughs> Dives up and starts Hits it with his the nose keys, yeah. or something. It'd have to be an old phone because I'm sure it wouldn't register on a, on Agreed. a smartphone. Yeah. Agreed. So he's considerably not so hidden. Um, you can find him with just one of these boat tours, but he's definitely something that you will want to seek out. Even celebrities like Pierce Brosnan have met this little guy. Wow, Pierce mm-hmm. Brosnan. Uh, right? Still a celebrity, right? Name dropping, <laughs> I'd say. Name dropping. Um, so aside from the Dingle Dolphin boat tours and all things Dingle, what else can you do in Dingle, Joe? Well, I'm pretty into my craft beers and my, uh, whiskeys and stuff, so there's a couple of good options there. Before I moved to America, actually, I didn't even like beer, but I found that Bud Light, which tastes like a watery, tiny bit of beer mixed in, was a good gateway to get me into beers, and now I really (laughs) like my craft beers. (laughs) But there's one beer that I saw over here, and I recognized the name, and immediately really liked it. It was a Crean's Lager, and Crean's Lager is actually made in Dingle, mm. on the Dingle Peninsula, in Dingle Brewing Company. The company was only established, I think, probably three years ago, but it's already made its way over here. I've seen it in some bars, and I know it's nice. uh, I know it's served on all Aer Lingus flights, which is really cool. So they are really making a name for themselves, and the Creens part of the brewery is named after the famous Antarctic explorer Tom Crean, who actually went to the South Pole three times, I believe, on various expeditions with the the famous guys Scott and Amundsen or Amundsen. I never know how to pronounce that <laughs> properly, but those guys that are famous in history for visiting Antarctica and, you know, coming, coming back to tell the tale. I never heard of Tom Crean. Yeah, he's... Uh, Sounds like a cool well, guy. There's a Tom Crean over here as well that's like a basketball coach, I think, so <laughs> sometimes I hear him on sports shows. I'm like, why are they talking about a dead what? Antarctic explorer? But What is he doing? I have to check myself sometimes. But yeah, really good beer and new brewery in Dingletown to, uh, to visit there, which is pretty cool and definitely... Try the beer. Very good. The other thing, and again, very new and very related to alcohol, is <laughs> Dingle Distillery, which uh, which opened in 2012 and actually released their first whiskey last year to coincide with the 2016 centenary, the 100-year centenary. Uh, I'm not sure what other type of centenary there is apart from a 100-year <laughs> one. I think that's in the explana- explained in the name. 
but they released their first whiskey last year. They had been releasing some gins and vodkas before that, so okay. I'm not not a gin and vodka fan. But obviously, they need to find a way to pay the bills while they're waiting for their whiskey to mature. The money is important. Um, money is important. And I am very much looking forward to going to Dingle to try a whiskey there because I got into whiskey a lot last year when I visited Scotland, and I can't really think of a better place for uh, whiskey to distill than right out on the edge of Europe with the Atlantic Ocean, the salt and whatever coming in and, you know, instilling itself into the casks and, uh, you know, pushing the flavor there. I just, I, I'm very excited to try this. <laughs> well, um, when you are not in the Dingle area trying whiskey and looking for dolphins and uh, preferably mean, not, not at the mean, same time. You mean there's other stuff to do apart from beer and whiskey? Oh, I do. Yes. Uh, so just... On the northern side of the Dingle Peninsula, the capital of County Kerry is Tralee. And this is an area that's famous for its Rose of Tralee International Festival. Um, had you ever heard of that before? I had not. <laughs> um, it's basically a beauty competition minus the whole, they say it's people aren't judged on looks. That's what they say. Yes, there is no swimsuit. There's no swimsuit. There's no. It's about personality. There's no um, question there that the answer has to be world peace. Yes, yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Even though if you say that, I'm sure you know your your chances won't be hurt. It's a much tamer affair. It was inspired by a 19th century ballad called "Rose of Tralee" about a woman named Mary, uh, and her beauty is referred to as the Rose of Tralee. So, uh, beauty pageant, not about beauty. Whose song that it refers to is relating to beauty, anyways. Some, whatever. Sometimes these things change over sometimes time. Sometimes these so. things change. We will say yes. Um, yes, it is about personality. They search for a good role model to represent Ireland during her travels. But this contest is not just strictly um, open to women from Ireland. There are women from all over the world. If you, if they can prove they have Irish ancestry. Who can participate? Um, I actually counted uh, their recent winners um, over the years, and I counted at least 10 that were American. So yeah, you wouldn't think. They keep uh, expanding and expanding. And yeah. Obviously different women in different areas and different immigrants. You know, they set up different Rose of Tralee committees, I guess, across the world mm-hmm. and uh, start competitions. And it's it's growing and growing. It's it's very impressive. I feel like there's some Bachelor reference we can make here. <laughs> Joe. I, I would have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't watch The Bachelor. Joe definitely is a bigger fan of The, of the Bachelor than I, even I am. I started watching have The Bachelor to call him out on last it. year by accident. And <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous premise for a show oh, that there ever it's was. So but good. It's, it's hard not to watch. It I'm is. not really sure why. You cannot look away. But yeah, this it's uh, very different. <laughs> very, very different <laughs> to The Bachelor. But yeah, there is a rose and involved, similar. I guess. <laughs> the rose of Trillie. Yes, yes. So when people aren't uh, taking part in this Rose of Trillie festival or watching it or whatever, what else might they be doing? Joe, what are some other things? Um, they could be visiting some of the little attractions that you can find around the oh, peninsula. Okay. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more. So there's a little fort called Dunbeg or Dunbyog Fort, and it's got its own visitor center. A visit to this is basically a walk back in time to 500 BC. Uh, it gives spectacular views of the sea, and it's one of the most dramatic archaeological sites on the Dingle Peninsula, uh, of which there are a lot. 
Uh, it's an example of the defensive structure or refuge as a last resort in the case of invasion. So that's where you would go to protect yourself against, I'm not sure would Vikings uh, have threatened oh, yeah. the Peninsula at any I point, but so. uh, yeah. In, invaders like that. Scary times. Archaeologists actually can't determine what this particular fort was used for, whether it was defense or someone wealthy or just a regular place to live in. So it's, uh, yeah, it's that old, but it's, it is very intriguing. Another thing you can visit is the Galerus Oratory, which is the best preserved early Christian church in the country. Hmm. Legend has it, if a person climbs out of the oratory window, their soul will be cleansed. If you do try that, you will find out that it's not physically possible because the window is only a foot and a half by a foot. So good luck trying to squeeze your way out of that. So there's another way to get uh, a cleanse, I guess you could say. You can walk in the footsteps of the Irish St. Brendan along the Dingle Way. They call this Cary Camino, which I had not heard of before, but St. Brendan was actually born in Tralee, and he's referred to as the greatest traveler of all Irish saints. He's said to have had visions of a place called the Promised Land, and as you do this walk, you're basically going through 6,000 years of Irish history all along the Wild Atlantic Way, including the Dingle Peninsula. Think kind of uh, that book Wild that they made into the movie with Reese Witherspoon. You know, like you, you've, got, you've got your backpack, your water, your canteen, whatever it is, food, the great outdoors, some bug spray. Um, and you're, you're walking along the trail of all the places that St. Brandon visited. I will say in. I will say their website says that people bring things like stoves to boil water for tea. And I don't think he is a very very important part sure of life, but so. it, but a stove when you're backpacking i can't picture that yeah uh but uh it's, it shows how important tea is i though. guess so <laughs> hey the irish value their tea uh you also get a certificate at the end of this trail that is um just kind of a a little proof of hey i walked the Kerry camino and you get a leaflet book that they stamp when you reach certain points so nice yeah, yeah. Take that, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. So maybe maybe you want something adventurous, but you're not looking to go that route. Dingle Surf Shop and School might be right up your alley. It's exactly like it sounds. Uh, it's a surf shop that has all your surf gear, some novelty souvenir items, if you wish. Then there's the actual school. They pick you up in their surf bus, which I would like to see. What's a surf bus? I don't know. It sounds great, though. Uh, from the store. They, they pick you up there from the store and they take you north on the Wild Atlantic Way. There they will teach you um, at their main base on Brandon Bay. Ireland in general is huge for surfing in the last few years and I, I don't think it's anything to do with the way the waves changed. I think people just realized in the yeah, last few years I would how, say so. how amazing it is for surfing because it's all along the West Coast it's becoming really, really big and um, Sligo, first of all, in Eastgate, I think, mm -hmm. in Doolin, as we were talking about last week, and Dingle as well is, is huge for surfing. So. And I didn't know that until I kind of did more research. But yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, the waves are amazing out there. So can't see why, you know, it wouldn't be a great surfing spot. Um, this Dingle Surf School, it's actually really good for beginners and children. You get three hours training along with a wetsuit that they provide for you and a surfboard. And they say to bring sunscreen on the off chance that you'll need it. I, I know that sounds funny and all, but <laughs> a lot of time when you're in the water, when the wind is coming in off the coast, you do actually get burned. It might hmm. not technically be sunburn, but 
you do get your skin burned in what feels like a, a sunburn kind of way. So even if you don't pale, I, is, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. Well, even if you don't pale is the new tan, as I say. So uh, just just go go for the fun. Just have 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 fun. Learn to surf. They actually say a little reference to Joe's fun fact earlier that Inch Beach is the best beach for surfing in Ireland. So uh, did I not already say that? <laughs> not quite. I, I did say it was. An I was going to say beach. you didn't say surfing, so uh, I don't think. Well, so. I haven't. I haven't surfed there, so I can't. I can't speak to have that, you, and I don't want to tell anybody. Have why. you? Have you surfed? I ha- uh, have. You surfed in Ireland? Can you? Ask me that question in a different way. Have you tried to surf? In okay, Ireland? okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, I tried to surf in, I think it was La Hinge nice. a good few years ago. Nice. And it was actually, it was really cool. Um, I got up on the board for a total of probably four seconds in, in the three hours. <laughs> but that split second or the full second, if you can get the, right. when, when you are standing up on the board, it's it's really, really cool. And it's, it's actually worth it. All right. Well, what are some other things that people can do uh, maybe along the water oh, even? <sighs> If you don't want to get into the water, yes. but you still want to be somewhat adventurous, you could try horse riding on the beach. It's a really big deal in Dingle, and it's a lot, a lot of fun. People of all ages like to go riding. You can get like you can your whole family can go and just rent out a few horses, and you can take it as fast or as slow as you want, just going along the <laughs> beach. Um, it's a lot of fun. And then there's also all sorts of trails leading off the beaches or, you know, anywhere around the peninsula that you can you can take the horses. It's just another way to get around. And if you don't want to hike or you don't want to cycle and you don't want to spend the day in the car, this is another option it's a for good you. Option. Yeah. If you do want to spend the day in the car and you <laughs> want to be holding on to the handle above the, the door all day and screaming at the driver to be careful, you could uh you could try taking the Connor Pass. The Connor Pass is the highest mountain pass in the country, and it is, I don't want to turn people off, Uh-oh. but if you are not, if you are afraid to drive on the roads in Ireland, you definitely would want to avoid the Connor Pass. Oh no! The, <laughs> the Connor Pass is basically a one-way street all the way through, but sometimes people don't uh, don't adhere to that. And if you meet a car or, God forbid, a bus on the way, you will spend miles reversing back. Oh, jeez. So you have to be very, very careful. But seriously, go do it. It sounds great. No, it's it's (laughs) so worth it, though. But, uh, yeah, it's very, very narrow roads and it's very, you know, it's a mountain pass. So it's it's kind of what you have to expect. I think it's, I don't want to give false information, but I think it's clockwise is is how you go. (laughs) Is how you go there, but I can't. We'll go with that. We should ask Patty because Patty is the one that uh, Patty has had some <laughs> some experiences on the Connor Pass. Patty Patty works here. Patty is great, and we keep trying to get him to be a he'll, guest star. He'll be on... a guest at some point once yes. anything Waterford related is uh, <laughs> is on it. He'll be well, he'll be all over we'll it. We'll get him here. Don't worry. Um. So as far as the area of Tralee goes. Do you, do you have a personal connection? I do. I do. So I, as I was doing my research, um, I realized that Tralee is a sister city of Westlake, Ohio, which... Where are you from, Caitlin? Um, Ohio. O-H. O-H. To everybody. <laughs> if you're not from Ohio. Oh. No, you're supposed to say <laughs> I-O. O-H, everybody. Uh, Westlake is just outside of Cleveland. There's, there's actually a lot of Irish... 
culture. There's a lot of Irish heritage. Surprise, surprise. Sur- An American city with Irish culture. Wow. <laughs> surprise, surprise. There is such thing as a West Side Irish American Club in Westlake. No, I am not a member, but I wish we could just say I was because it'd be cool. So, so say uh, you are. Who's, who's going to know? I'm a member <laughs> wow, of the West Side Irish. Thank you. I know. I'm so involved. <laughs> How long too. have you been a member for? Oh my God, forever. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. I founded it actually. Uh, so Cleveland hosts all sorts of Irish festivals each year. And um, yours truly, right here. I'm pointing my finger, but nobody can see. <laughs> um, I've attended them since the time I was little. and Got the shamrocks on her cheeks. Got the shamrocks bro. on my cheeks, tried the Irish step dancing, all that good stuff. And if it weren't for those festivals, I probably wouldn't be here right now doing what I'm doing. So shout out to Westlake, the sister city of Tralee. And shout out to Cleveland whoop, whoop. and its Irish roots. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Yeah. My, what about you, Joe? My first introduction to... Dingle and the Dingle Peninsula, I think, was um, through a TV show in Ireland, actually. When I was younger, you know, when I was pre-teen to teen, I guess, <laughs> I was getting really into music as, I don't know, as all teenagers do, I guess, at some point. <laughs> and I really, really liked Irish music, but not the traditional Irish music. I was very into uh, indie bands and singer-songwriters, and it for some reason, it just so happened that all of them seemed to be from Ireland. So there was a TV show that used to be on, I think it was 11.30 on a weeknight that they used to show it, which was not ideal for me um, <laughs> going to school. Yeah. And it was in January that they used to show it, which was even worse because you'd be still trying to get over Christmas and you'd be tired all the time and staying up that late was not a good thing. Not ideal. But there was a TV show called Other Voices, Songs from a Room. And the room that they spoke about was St. James's Church in Dingle. What they did was they basically held a music festival of sorts on an altar in a church in Dingle. And in the probably early 2000s, 14 years, yeah, early 2000s, starting in 2002, I think, that would have been a big deal because I'm pretty sure it meant that they missed Sunday Mass because of it, because they had to basically take out the altar and they'd have concerts going the Friday, Saturday and Sunday all day. And they'd invite these, you know, small time Irish musicians or some big time ones to play free concerts there, basically. And they televised it and it became a series the first year and it was just really really cool and intimate and they used to show shots of scenery around Dingle and it just looked amazing and I from the very first year always wanted to go to other voices in December when it was filmed for the weekend because it just looked incredible and 14 years later I still haven't gone so that's that's pretty sad (laughs) but since then that TV show has exploded and it gets all sort of international acts now and I mean Amy Winehouse was there before she died and lots of other ones I'm not even going to get into them but Maybe we get to go for for a work trip, you know, do do some (laughs) research for the podcast. Let's target this December for that. (laughs) So moving on to, um, you've got the music of Ireland, which is a gem of itself. Oh, is this this what we're doing now? Uh, You've got (laughs) things that might not be easily found. Maybe some of those musicians are hard to find. Get to the point, Kitchen. Hidden gems. <laughs> Hidden gems is what we are about to talk about. Wow, nobody gets that. Nobody gets that. So uh, I have the pleasure of talking about the hidden gem this week. 
Uh, the people of Dingle claim to have more pubs per capita, as I mentioned earlier, than anywhere else in Ireland. Uh, so pubs are not so hidden. But this one is a gem of itself. It's called Foxy John's. By day, it's a hardware store. Uh, they rent bikes out to tourists. You can go get your your nails, your uh, your your hammer, your whatever whatever you need. What else do hardware stores sell? What, I don't even know. <laughs> other, other screwdrivers, appliances, all that good stuff. Clearly, you can tell I have not been in one in quite some time. By night, though, it's a thriving pub with live music. I thought that was going to get a little more sinister there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the only place where you'll find, like, bags of nails and hammers and things hanging from the ceiling, actually, as you reach over to grab a pint of Guinness nice. or, or, you know, what have you. Uh, I just kind of heard about this, and I was like, this would be the perfect place for Tim the Toolman Taylor and his buddy Al <laughs> As I date myself here, for any of you guys who... Are you older than me? I, I barely remember that show, and I got um, it in Ireland probably five years after it came out. From Home Improvement, from Home Improvement. If you don't know it, then I, I don't know what to tell I, you. I do know it. You're missing out. Anybody yeah. else who doesn't know, I could just see them walking in, you know, honey, I gotta run to the hardware store, and uh, five hours later, you know, stumbling back. That's the one with the neighbor that peeked over yes, the fence, which never saw you his never saw his face, yeah. yes. So anyways, people really get a kick out of visiting uh, Foxy John's Pub, and it gives you a little variety throughout your adventures in Dingle. You know, something to kind of it's, it's balance out your trip. Real Irish things, I guess, that's, <laughs> that you know you can experience and then go back and tell all your friends. Exactly. Hey, I was in a hardware store and drank a pint. A little hidden gem. Yeah. Something like that. Do moving. we, do we, Caitlin, have a new segment we this week? We do. I was just going to say moving on from that. <laughs> so Joe likes to have his fun uh, every episode where we do our Caitlin egg conch, which I am sure he's just going to have a delight doing now. But I... I picked a really difficult one today. Oh, dear God. But <laughs> I, I actually had an idea um, this morning. So this, this segment deserves a little introduction. Um, in our last episode, I shared... A story with Joe about how I was told by an Irish person who clearly knew that I was a tourist and just was ready to just bank on that. Um, this person told me that if you count up to seven white horses in a day, the next person that you make eye contact will be your soulmate. All right. So I asked Joe and he's like, total myth. Never heard that before. Most stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. Whatever. I didn't go quite that far, but yes. I went uh, pretty far. <laughs> so uh, that got me thinking. Every now and then I'll be on Pinterest or Facebook or, you know, whatever. And I come across the odd article or two that's listing off Irish phrases and what they mean. And da 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 da, -da. Um, Having lived there for six months, I picked up on a few terms. But some of the ones that I see pop up and I just think... Can that really be true? I don't know. Are, are Americans getting taken um, for all of their all of their inner? The the answer is yes. Most of the time. <laughs> so, Joe, during this segment, um, we're hoping to debunk some of those myths. Uh, yes. I don't know. I don't know if you're ready for this or not. But what I did I was so. I found a list of several terms that I that said were Irish slang. So we're going to call this segment slang or shite. Slang. Or shite. All right, Joe, you ready? Take it away. All right. First word. Beer mat. What does this mean? Beer mat. Beer mat. It's a coaster. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought there that was go. a word over here as well. That no? is not a word over here. Sometimes I forget these things that I, I have right. two words for things and I just know automatically okay. where to use them. All right. Next one. Tills. T-I-L-L-S. Uh, yeah. They are cash registers. Really? <laughs> In shops or pubs or okay. whatever. Okay. Yeah. I till, never yeah. heard that over there. <laughs> Minted. Uh, rich. Wow. Okay. Are these, wow. I, I, I have never heard of these words before. <laughs> it's kind of blown my mind that they don't exist over yeah. there because I feel like I use them all the time, but I guess I don't. The hack of ya. Oh, that's more of a, a Dublin term. Um, she said the the cheek of you or the no it's not it's more <laughs> what are you like what i i, I, I don't know i would say to that to american to be honest 3.5 but... out of those let's flip that that's like a half point uh, i know what it is but i i'm having trouble uh, uh it's the translation that i got is the state of you yeah that, that the hack would be, of you yeah <laughs> So that's all. That's all I that's, have that's for the, those. That's the kind of thing that you'd say. Um, I'm gonna have to get after, some after a ones. night out or something after. Okay. Walk of shame. All right. Kind of, yeah. I found a few others, but I don't think they're appropriate. <laughs> maybe they'll be appropriate next week. Maybe, yeah, anyway, maybe next week. Maybe was, next week. That was our new segment. And I'm gonna have to come up with some tougher ones next time, I guess, huh? Yeah. All right. Joe's will definitely top that. All right, I Let's... have started taking this segment very, very seriously. Oh boy! I Here actually we go. I crowdsourced the translation for this this morning <laughs> from from my brothers on Facebook chat. I was actually trying to contact my sister because she's a national school teacher in Ireland, and they had to do Irish longer than the rest of us and teach Irish every day. So I figured she would be a help, but she wasn't available. Oh no! So my brothers stepped in and <laughs> give it their best uh, best <laughs> shot. I am not very good at Irish so um, I, I think we've managed to cobble together this one and what I've done today is I have printed out the Irish the phonetic pronunciation and the English translation and then I've also I've cut them into three strips of paper I was going to say he looks he's really when he I, says he's taking this seriously I he's not kidding I have a flip book here on the front it says <laughs> Caitlin Egg Conch episode 3 and then when you oh, flip it open there's another just a white blank piece of paper so that it covers so I can't see it anything. covers the Irish I'm going to now hand that over to Caitlin oh my she's going to flip to page 3 oh, and here we go. the magic is going to happen wow we have books now for this <laughs> what is this about alright I'm going to pronounce this at least you didn't make a, a face when you saw it. So oh, okay. Ah, woof. Um, K-Mead Karach R Korka Woof Jaboon <laughs> She was actually doing not that bad up really? until You got the first word right, which I was the first I was surprised by... Oh, I thought I at and, least got and, to Karach or something. The second one was not terrible, but if you flip over the next page, Aren't you'll see Aren't I supposed to guess the, what it means? You can flip over and say it phonetically next, and uh, then you can guess what it uh, means. K-Vade Queer-A Er Korka Givna. K-Vade Queer-A Er Korka Givna. Okay. Okay. All right. What in the name of God does that mean, Kaitlin? Ah... Uh, that oh, you means... can probably see it through the sheet. No, I actually can't. I can't. <laughs> Let's go back through to okay, the Irish translation, okay. you? Uh, that means, um, would you like to go to a party in <laughs> in uh, 
in the west of Ireland. That is not even close. <laughs> I just feel like Carach is like, oh, like party. Party or let's go back and or, see, see what it actually is. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh I like this one. How many sheep are on Dingle Peninsula? <laughs> Joe knows I love sheep. Karka Gwivna is Ding- uh, It's more a pet name for Dingle Peninsula. It's not oh. the actual literal translation, but yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so so Korka. Wait, no. So what is so so what is this Kirach? Queeras sheep. Queera. That's sheep. Oh, I'm happy. Okay. That's sheep plural. I had, sheep to, I had to make plural. sure. I got that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's your. So that's uh, Caitlin and Carl for this week, <laughs> and the oh, the phonetic my. pronunciation and the translation will be in the show notes. Yes. So, there yes, you go. Yes, you can have at it with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Moving on from our fun little segment, we have another way for you to have fun, and that is with our tour for the reason. This one is called Eight Day Majestic Ireland. It has you flying into Dublin and out of Shannon. Uh, Your first night you spend in Dublin, you get to explore Ireland's capital. Not too shabby. Uh, The second night you're in Waterford where you get to see Waterford Crystal, which Ireland is famous for. But the parts that we're most excited about are the two nights you get in Tralee where you stay at Ballyseed Castle, another cool place. You'll drive along the south coast to Cove. This was the last port of call for the Titanic. And Caitlin did not pronounce that Cobha. (laughs) I've been to Cove, so I I learned. I learned fast. Yes. Um, you get a chance to kiss the Blarney Stone, go to, go to Blarney Castle, and then on the next day of your two days in Tralee, um, there's all sorts of focus on the Dingle Peninsula. Tralee is right on the edge of the Dingle Peninsula, yes. so it's a perfect, the northern perfect edge, base. As if, we if mentioned. you just have the kind of one day to explore the peninsula, it's perfect to get out there, stay there for the day, mm-hmm. and return to Tralee. Mm-hmm. So you've got the town of Dingle, as we talked about. The Dingle Brewing Company, Connor Pass, as Joe mentioned, the Dolphin Tours. You gotta see Fungi. You get to see Fungi, and you can even do some horse riding along the beach mm-hmm. if you'd like. Uh, moving on from that, you have two nights at Ashford Castle in Kong. Uh, we will be talking about of, Kong yes. at some point in the future. And some so. of the things that you will be doing or have the chance to do um, for these two nights are things we've mentioned in previous episodes. Wow. Check them out. Uh, the Cliffs of Moore, for example, Galway City, the Burren, Connemara, and Kyomore Abbey. Not too shabby, if I do Not say so myself. And then your last night, you're at Dromoland Castle. It's basically... Dromoland. Dromoland. <laughs> Dromoland Castle. Uh, it's basically living like royalty, and uh, you definitely are treated that way while you're staying there. It's, it's really close to Shannon Airport, which is perfect for your last night. To, exactly. You know, it's a very, very short, quick drive to Shannon. And you can do all this, as we always say at the end of each tour, at your leisure. Yes. You get to make it your own, and you get to spend whatever amount of time you want, say, at Connemara, or say... Um, you really want to explore the Dingle Brewing Company. You or get really... out to the Blasket Islands, who knows? There you go, there you go. So this yeah. is all at your leisure. And you can find this and the other tours that we've talked about on our past episodes at crystal-travel.com slash reasons. Um, it's all we have for you today. Stay tuned for reason number four, <sighs> coming out Monday, February 6th. And now, oh my God, he has his hands in midair. <laughs> I, had to, I had to move my papers out of the way to, to make space. And now, Joe, if you'd be so kind as to give us a drum roll. Reason number four is... 
The Ring of Kerry. Probably the most famous drive in the country and one of the most famous places people go. I so would say we'll, so. We'll try and steer clear of the really obvious stuff to talk about there <laughs> and get into the real nitty gritty of the, the Ring of Kerry. We thank you for listening and we want to remind you to visit 50reasonspodcast.com for upcoming episodes and show notes. Find us on Facebook at 50 Reasons Podcast and on Twitter at 50 Reasons Pod. And we are on iTunes at 50 yes. Reasons to Visit Ireland. If you search 50 Reasons to Visit Ireland or we have links on our website and on Facebook page so you'll find it if you're, if you're looking for it. All right. Until next time, everyone. Slow on a